Welcome to Mitten Music, where we discover and explore all things that make the local Michigan music scene happen. Mitten Music. Hey, Ryan. Is this the Mitten Music? It is. Are we in the right place? We're back again. Cheers. Jeff and Ryan having another drink. Talking about some music. We listened to an album. For this episode, didn't we? Yeah, it's our third one. Yeah. Do you like doing these album reviews? I do. I like finding out about new bands per this, like um, the Chris Canis. Mm-hmm. And this one you brought up, I had never heard of either. I'm like, oh, cool. Hey, now I know two more Michigan artists that are going to stick in my head, right? We've right. talked about them on episodes, posted about them on social media. So I feel like they're in our our grouping of who we know. Yeah. You know, even though we haven't talked with them, I feel like they're part of that thing. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I didn't come across these guys, so we're going to talk about Chirp today. I think it was only in the last month or so I kind of came across them. That's a cool name, band name too, Chirp. Yeah. That's cool. Have you seen their logo? Uh, I'm it, sure I have, but I don't recall. It's like a little bird. I think I have it pulled and up. And then there's like a big... Um, Just that I don't know album? This no, thing? not the album. Oh. Uh, if you go to their website... There's like a little bird, and then they have like a big, like, um, what do you call those bubbles? Like a speech bubble, a thought yeah, bubble? thought bubble, and it says chirp. And it, uh, yeah, it's different. I almost guessed at chirpband.com. Oh, yeah, yeah, that is cool. Okay, so this was, uh, so it must have been, the, that's the cover of their first album, or their first oh. studio album, this one. Oh, no, it's just the thought bubble, the little birds out right. there. Right, yeah. Yep. We'll talk about that later. Cool. I like the cover of the album we're reviewing today called In Motion. Yes. That is uh, a bird with lots of eyes and there's like a uh, ox head and a lion. What? This is a crazy surrealism. Very, very interesting. I, it, this is my kind of artwork for sure. Yeah. The more screwed up, the better. Pretty cool. Oh, they got some cool stuff on their site. Some hats and beanies. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, look, at there's a big, I'll, I'll include this in the liner notes of the podcast on our website so everybody can check this out unless you're just going to check the album out and you'll see right very cool Ooh, that's like i want a shirt with that thing on it more merch for you yeah buddy well i'm sure i hope we talk to these guys at some point so these guys are based out of ann arbor four-piece band yeah maybe they know taproot maybe they know jerry i I think these guys are a little maybe a little younger Mm -hmm. i'd bet They've been around since 2015, but I think my understanding is that there's only, from their initial foundation, there's only one remaining member of that starting point. Oh, really? You know, because these bands, you know, they change a little bit. So is it Jay, Brian, Sam, and Patrick? I think they're the current people, but maybe not all of them started out in 2015. Yeah, Jay's the original member. Cool. So. Sound effects? Yeah, we'll see. My, My little... Microphone arm here is needs some WD forty, I think. Um, so yeah. So, would you think what was your first impression of the album? I kicked it on when I was cleaning the house upstairs, and I immediately thought Jimmy Buffett. First thing that popped in my head, it was a summery, cool vibe, jam bandy, funky jazz fusiony, something like that, and it just. But the, it, it had a very light, positive, summery sound to it, I thought. 
And it just made me think of Jimmy Buffett. And then thinking back, I'm like, well, none of the songs sounded like Jimmy Buffett. It right. just gave me that vibe, right? But who who else did I? Well, I said everything before we hit record. I forgot. I had a couple bands that I thought they sounded just like, right? Um, well, you mentioned Domestic Problems sounds were in there. That's right. Domestic Problems, yep. another local band. I noticed that uh, as well in some other songs. Uh, I forget who else you mentioned. Yeah, I don't know. Like who? But it was interesting. I, I was... Well, I caught. I thought it had a little bit of Motown songs at times. Mm. Uh, even the kickoff of, I think it's by the book. It had gave me a feel of the Jackson Five, like just the first. I, I don't, it was interesting. Like the intro is like fifteen seconds or something, then it goes into a completely different direction. Yeah, but that first part, I was like, oh yeah, could be the Jackson Five. So I got that feel, and then there was something bothering me. Like I couldn't put my finger on like what type of band I was hearing or it's, it's at times because I heard dismantle problems as well. And then I was reading their bio and Steely Dan was one of their influences. Ooh. And I caught a lot of what Steely Dan does in their music at times, right? Just um, different sounds. So it was, uh, yeah, I thought there was a lot, and, and they even call, tell, say themselves that they're genre hopping. Mm -hmm. So they, they're all over the place. Um, but I would agree, to, I think you and I were talking earlier, probably more that funk jam band, you know, type of... Fish. Yeah. Fish was something I was... I mean, I wouldn't say they sound exactly like Fish, but the jam band sound, some of the guitar sounds. Yeah. The bass player just... He's Man, he plays that freaking bass. Holy smokes. Mm -hmm. he, like, I can, I'm listening to it. I'm like, this dude's got to be really good. It's like, or whatever. Yeah. I feel like he's playing yeah. like th hitting three strings, three notes at the same time half the time. Yeah. Reminds fun. me of uh, Peanut from 311 a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, they played, I just heard a lot of different songs in there. I heard uh, Steel Drums. I, mm -hmm. Or maybe it was my imagination. But yeah, I thought Steel Drums. I think they had a little bit of horns. Maybe maybe the steel drum song was what I heard when I thought of Jimmy Buffett or something. Yeah, I feel like he's got steel drums quite yeah. a bit in his stuff. But you're totally on spot. I mean, I would agree it's not Jimmy Buffett's sound, but this band is like perfect for outdoor venues, festivals, Pine Knob, the beach. Yeah, just you want to hear that sound in the mm -hmm. background in a nice. And it's day. a. And their sound is beers. and it's light. Their sound is light. It's not like a heavy drum. Like obviously, they're not like some heavy metal band, right? Every, everyone listening to us can hear us describing it. You can probably, I mean, just go click on their album on Spotify for thirty seconds. You'll know exactly what we mean. But yeah, that light, airy, cool sound. But again, this is another album or another band that we've been hearing. You can just tell they're awesome musicians. Like they can play. Mm -hmm. They're they're writing cool songs. Now again, it's this style of music isn't my cup of tea. I don't listen to it a lot. I can definitely appreciate it. Holy cow! Yeah, right. and I don't know if you got a chance to listen to their. So kind of step back. They do have one other studio album mm -hmm. and two live albums and two live albums. Mm -hmm. The live albums actually came out first. Yeah, I th I thought that was interesting. Right, yeah. kind of like Carbon Decoy. Every time I hear Carbon Decoy, we'll just do that. Just because I like them. Um, uh, Carbon Decoys only has three songs on Spotify right now. Live from the Dogtown Studios, right? Yep. Which I think it was uh, Overdrive Orchestra just recorded a live album at Dogtown yep. Studios as well. Mm -hmm. 
it's all coming around, right? But yeah, three live songs, kind of like live as in recorded in a studio all together live. All the musicians were playing at the same time, you know, all mic'd up. Right. It wasn't a track by track by track. Um, so yeah, it's interesting they start off with that. Maybe it's easier to get that out there. Maybe it's just like less time in the studio, well, so it's you, cheaper. Well, you're not having to probably dial it in as much, right? You can just mm-hmm. play how you'd play in a show. And I think I think these guys, um, their albums, I think, were from true like live show. Oh, like like yeah. a band you like, you know, they're coming out with a live album. Yeah. It's like a whole concert. I mean, I could be wrong there, but I, that was the sense I got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's probably easier to to put together than. You know, when you're putting a studio album together, you're trying to do these different sounds, different mixes, and trying to get that sound just right. Well, I'm glad you're ta- we're talking about it because I know all about this. I've mixed and mastered and recorded so many albums all by myself, Jeff. Come on. Oh, wait. Are you Josh? <laughs> yeah, right? Josh from Local Legend. Yeah. I keep meaning, Josh, if you listen to this, I'm sure you're not going to hear this, but I keep meaning to email you because I still want to swing by and I have some questions about microphones and I still haven't checked out his studio. But yeah, I also switched jobs, so I don't work by him anymore. Yeah. I used to work not far. Now I'm like the opposite end of town. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if you haven't noticed yet, Ryan's playing with his new toy. We got a new toy. Yeah. New uh, new uh, Zoom PodTrack P8 for helping us record better than the Behringer, old Behringer mixer I had. Yeah, upgrading. Yeah, hopefully it sounds better. We'll see. But it's got all these built-in cool, you know, little things. All right. We're going okay. to cut you off. I'm done. I swear. Look at Done. It's all off. <laughs> I don't need that, Jeff. I can no, just you do don't. my own True. sound effects. You're right. Exactly. You have a lot of sounds coming out of you. <laughs> Anyways, where were we? So when I, when I guess when I was starting, I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole there. But the the original studio album... You can tell how much they've come along in this new album. I think the the sound is just better. I mean, granted, their music's slightly different. I mean, not off the charts different, but quite a bit different. But the polished and the just the quality is. I did not listen to their other studio album yet, so I will check that out. Interesting. Yeah. I'm curious to see how they changed a little bit from each album. Yeah. Um, from Ann Arbor. I haven't heard their like I haven't heard their name anywhere like they played around here. I didn't look if they had been playing around in West Michigan or if they have any future dates at all. Did you happen to look I think at all? they're more hanging in southeast Michigan, but they have um played quite a bit in other states as well, hmm. some Midwestern. Um so it's not like they aren't bouncing around outside of that area. Um, mm-hmm. I think they played in maybe Kalamazoo a few times. I don't know how much they played in Grand Rapids though. Yeah. But I think festivals I just saw that they're gonna be playing in the um Freshwater Music Festival. Freshwater. They're going to be playing at that. Where the heck is that? What state? Do you know? It's it's in Michigan. Oh. It's a Michigan. I was uh, going to say, it'd be festival. hilarious if it was like in Ohio. No. <laughs> or yeah, California it's, or uh, it's gonna be Carolina. Up in, uh, up in Baldwin. Ooh, yeah. So what songs were uh, kind of ones that stuck out to you? The two that stuck out to me were Stevie, right in the middle of the album, I think. Um, Stevie and then the song right after called Little Friend. Those two I played multiple times. I dug those songs. They were cool. They're my favorite. Um, again, the bass player, I would call him out by name, but I'm just not sure which person. I know their right. names. I just don't know who plays what instrument. Uh, the bass player is freaking fantastic. He's he's good. Like he, You can tell he practices a lot. He can play some crazy stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I enjoyed Stevie too. Uh, Little Friend was kind of a interesting tune to me. I, I enjoyed it, but it was it wasn't one of the top ones for me. Uh, actually, the the beginning of the album really kind of got me. I I loved uh, Move was a good good opener. First track, uh, yep. yep, it was a good opener. By the book, I really enjoyed it. Second track and uh, Solo was the other one that stuck out uh, besides Stevie. Fourth track, yeah, yeah. So those are the ones for me, and I. I like I said earlier, I mean, they do bounce around a little bit. You can't just stick them to, you know, they're not just straightforward. Like I said, I heard some, a um, little bit of Motown in there. Like you said, domestic problems that, that the space, there was a couple songs that had a little bit of that kind of spacey feel. Mm, like Yeah, you know, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yep. Just kind of chill out and just, I mean, you could chill on the whole album. I mean, it's yeah. pretty relaxing. It's cool. And not in a relaxing way like it's a, slow droning right. relaxing it's 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 upbeat relaxing it's like yeah it's just not heavy as in like a heavy metal or a hard rock thing right right i could definitely see myself sitting outside on a deck at a yeah bar sure. and they're, they're playing out there and just chilling out mm-hmm. It'd be perfect heck yeah you got a you got a little lake behind your house uh well i guess it's technically a lake but yeah that's a pond yeah we, Maybe we, should, we do, should hire him to play we should on do the mid music a mid music event and we'll get a little platform out on the uh and they could play on the water yes let's see if we can get one band one band and if it has to be me and you making up a band to do it we'll do it we'll have to watch out though for the police because uh, uh in my um cul-de-sac we've had, actually my neighbors have pulled together um one of my neighbors is actually plays in a band. And Why the play- heck is he not on our show? Dude? I know we got to get him on here. Dang, his name is Jeff as well. Oh, and they, we've played in the they played in the cul-de-sac a couple summers one night, and they get a food truck and it's pretty cool. They got cops called on. But we had a, the police got Dang. called on us by some neighbor, and this was like at seven thirty or eight <laughs> when it's like. Like little kids don't even go to bed. I mean, I'm my like, son goes to bed at seven thirty. Like, this is he's crazy. Eight, or he's four. It, everybody was having a great time, and it's just like I, I don't know. <laughs> and it was funny because they arrived, and they had just wrapped up. So I think it was like eight. And uh, the guy, you know, the officer was just kind of joking. Right? He's like, um, "Yeah, I just had to come check it out. Uh, looks like you guys are, you guys are good." Yeah, I mean, playing some instruments in the driveway of, in this house <laughs> and it's eight o'clock and you're all packed up and ready to be out sounds pretty fine to me yeah so yeah we could uh start the mid music yeah well, whatever neighbor complained i mean what if they lived next to like railroad tracks would they like get super upset every time the train came by because it was just louder than very possible but they can't do anything about that no. well i was trying to think of something witty it just wasn't gonna work <laughs> you're right like they they couldn't do anything about that Unless their name was Norfolk Southern, mm. and you just allow your trains to get derailed. Was that? The, I don't want to get off on it. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. There's about another it. derailment today, dude. The, I think there's been five or five in the last two weeks. Yeah. Since the big one, there's been this. There are four or five. Yeah, Three of them, I think, have been Norfolk Southern. Craziness. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a current news podcast, though. Unless it's talking about mitten music. That's right. So I get back to the, the the fun stuff, the positive. Yeah. Talking about music. They have a one song on there uh, called Ipsy, and that's about 
Ypsilanti. Ypsilanti. That's yeah. what I was going to guess. I think. Why I don't know if they're all from there, but the original, because I mean, they're based out of Ann Arbor right now, but I, I think some of them hometown is Ypsi. Ypsi neighbors. Yeah, for sure. I wonder if they played at the Blind Pig before. That's where I would. I, I always would associate so. Taproot with blind, the Blind Pig. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, you know, I don't know if I've mentioned any of it, but there's a lot of bands like Chirp in the area that um, they actually, you know what? I, I take that back. That, that I didn't know that they actually played with. Uh, they played in Kalamazoo the other night. Chirp did, and they played with Pajamas. Have you heard them? Oh, the band. I thought no, the Pajamas. They played in Pajamas. No, no, with Pajamas. Yeah, with uh, Pajamas on top of their head or oh, on top band. of their clothes. The oh, band. the band. Oh, the band. Yeah, pajamas. the band. And they're kind of a jam band. There's uh, Act Shh. Act Casual. It was another band. Act Casual. Yeah, and they're uh, the band's not called Pajamas Act Casual. No, there's two separate, separate bands. Separate bands. You're so confusing, Jeff. This doesn't even make sense. Act casual in your pajamas while you listen to chirp. Yeah. Or you can chirp while you're acting casual wearing your pajamas. No, I haven't I have not heard either of those bands. Did you check those guys out at all? Or how, Yeah, I've been listening. Actually, cool? I knew about those bands before I knew about chirp. Oh, and I, it, similar I think styles or not so much? Yeah, I mean, in the sense that it's in that kind of genre. Mm. Um, but... Um, yeah, they have their own flavor, right? But yeah, pajamas. I gotta pajamas. No, a good, that's a good cool. name. I like that name. That's yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. There's a band. Now this is a tangent or a side note. Um, getting into you know all the vinyl stuff. I there's a website called Discogs where you can you know buy rare records or records you're looking for. You know you can put your collection on there. It's just a, like a social media slash buying trading vinyl or CDs, tapes, whatever. The reason I brought that up is because through browsing through Discogs, I was looking at popular vinyl records, and there's oddball records out there that are very popular, super expensive for no reason other than they're limited or it's a band that doesn't really exist anymore. So there's a band called Sleep. From like I want I I don't want to botch this, but I I want to say they started maybe in the early '90s, late '80s, and they put out like one album every eight or nine years. And like really? every song is like 25 minutes. Like one of the albums is just one track that's like 45 minutes long. Wow. The craziest sludge rock. Like it's similar to Carbon Decoy, but slower. And But their band's name is Sleep. So it's kind of it has a droning sound. I, I look, I, it was so interesting that I looked it up and they're like huge potheads. Apparently that's what it is. Like they're just, their entire lives are just, they're blown out of their minds every single day 365 24 7 and it literally takes them years to make an album and that's all they do but wow. they somehow they got a cult following and people buy their stuff up like nothing huh they're not pop little they're not played on the radio they're not i don't think they actually tour i don't i don't think they actually do many live shows at all but they're like this weird enigma that everybody loves it's interesting, interesting music but yeah. it's very Drony, long-winded, like some of that kind of stuff. I do really like, mm -hmm. um, but their name was Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I went on that tangent. Sleep in pajamas. Oh, I'm ridiculous. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the the album's nine songs, fifty two minutes. So good length. Yeah, it came Again. out last uh, December. Oh well. Oh, <laughs> I thought this said it came out December 32, twenty twenty two. Came out December 23, 2020. It's interesting because they yeah. actually came out with their original single drops last year, 
I think it was February, and then there was one in March. And it sounded like they were going to drop this album earlier last year. But oh, it so went, I'm not sure how why it took so long, but you know. they did drop it right at the end of the year. Well, I know in the Valley Below they've dropped singles, and it's been nine months. I know it's been oh no, it's been tw- it's been twelve months almost since they dropped the single because it was right when we interviewed them. It was oh yeah, right before or after we interviewed them. Um, Lie with me came out, and I believe that's going to be on the new album. That was a year ago. We don't see no album. Jeff and Angie. Yeah. I mean, I think it just takes time. Like Overdrive, For they sure. had a couple. Who knows? They drop and they, um, although Chris admitted, they would probably take better part of the year to mm-hmm. before they drop it. But when well, we saw it in the Valley Below the other night, I did ask them. Did yeah. we talk about that yet? Did no, we? we didn't. That's another, that's probably the next episode, right? Well, probably one of our next episodes. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about that. But we did see in the Valley Below recently and it was so good. Oh my gosh. But I got to ask them. I asked Angie or I asked Jeff when the, like, so is the album coming out? Is it ready? And like, he kind of gave it this funny look like, it's coming, man. It's coming. I'm like, this year? And he's like, <laughs> I hope so. But he just didn't want to give me any details because, you know, it's exactly. Right. Who knows? Like, maybe they're waiting on paperwork to be filed or something like that. And it takes like three months. That's got to be a bummer. Or they get I've caught no up on a couple songs that they were going to track and then it doesn't work out. Mm. Well, I, I feel like the album's recorded already. Like, I don't know. I don't even know why I feel like that way. Maybe I'm wrong. You're right. Maybe they haven't yeah. actually finished. I think that's kind of the process, I feel like. I mean, not for all these bands, but a lot of them, they're building tracks as they go. Because studio time is expensive and they are they might not have all their material yet, but if they can record something, get something out and stay relevant. You're, you're right. I think that's the difference because... Back in the day, in the 90s, that's the back in the day for me and you. Right, yeah. You know, when we were conscious of music and what's going on with it. Um, You're right. I feel like the singles weren't a big thing. Like, you would hear them on the radio. You'd get a single out maybe before the album came. But but it would be like two, three, maybe three months. And then an album would come out. Yeah. And they, it would all, it would be like the first single. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't be many singles. It would be like the first one, which seemed to always be track one. On every album, I always felt like it was always track one. Probably, probably usually, yeah. No, yeah. whatever. So yeah, there's the whole that was a way of doing it back then, and it's just different now, and it's easier. You can move faster, do more stuff. Even though it seems like it's taking a long time, they can just release these singles, compile right. the three or four over a year or two or however long, mm-hmm. then onto the album, and then you get another eight songs or whatever. It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. I didn't think of it like that. So yeah, if you're looking for a good light sound, um, rock, it's a rock, rock album, just more of that groovy funk. Groovy, that's that's a word that we haven't used yet. That's exa- That's a great word, groovy. It's groovy. groovy. Yeah. It's got lots of groove. Yeah. And I'm not saying that facetiously. I'm no, yeah. On, yeah, I'm is, on, I know people sure. can't. Like sometimes I'll say some dumb word like that and smile like I'm a dick, but no. Yeah. And now that the sum, you know, the weather's breaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's time to put this on. Spin the record. Right. I wonder if they have any vinyl. Mm. I'm not sure. I know. I still have their website pulled check up. Check the shop out. But we'll update you guys with that. We'll uh we'll have links to all chirp stuff in the episode and our website's liner notes. Yeah, I don't think they have anything. Um when I was looking at their shows, I think they don't have anything until April. And then they've got that one festival they're playing. Um, so that's all that's coming up soon, but another band to check out. Absolutely. I feel like we have a little back 
pocket catalog of a few albums we'd like to talk about over the next few months. And there's some coming out this year that I can't wait for them to come out. Yeah. So we can talk about them. Yeah, quite a few. Carbon Decoy is one of them. I, that's like my number one. In the Valley Below, that's number two. Yeah. But I'm sure American Hotel System. Yeah. Oh, they got one I can't wait out. to start talking about them a little bit more. Yeah. Um, they're actually playing tonight locally. and Yeah, over at uh, Tip Top Deluxe. Yep. I'm unable to j- go check it out tonight, but... You might. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, tell I'm me still how trying it, to. If you end up going, out if I can make that happen, yeah. Let me know. But, um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll drop this out there. Check it out, and uh, and any of your streaming services, I think they're available. All of them. Maybe and one. So are we? Yeah. And We're, I'm available. Is that and, what you're saying? And, I'm married, though, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't a question. And we'll add their songs just like we do all of the bands that we have, either album reviews, interviews, talk about them on our playlist. That's getting big. Anybody, if you get to see Jeff Wood out at a show, buy him a beer because he adds all the songs to the playlist, and I never even think about it. Well, So you got to give Jeff a high five, get him a beer. I try to if I know the songs. Yeah. I I don't think I've added any since we started the playlist a year ago. The challenge is... Like a lot of these bands aren't set up. What I like to do is go out to setlist.fm mm-hmm. and load them out there. But yeah. a lot of these bands don't have, they're not set up yet. Yeah. So until they're set up, you can't really add them. I think you can maybe add the band somehow. I don't know. But uh, we've done that. As an external person, you can add them into the database, but you can't really upload well, you, any stuff. I don't know if you can or do no, it without that. Because it's, it's, it's a further concert. Set list for the set concerts. Set for every concert. Yeah yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that for Gasoline, Gypsies, I think. and um, But Patty Pashela wasn't out there, so I couldn't add her mm. set list. So. Cool. Good stuff, man. All right. Until next time, my friend. But you know what else until next time? And that's how I feel. <laughs> Every day, Jeff's like, I gotta go hang out with Ryan tonight. Jeez Louise. Well, we're getting paid like super awesome bucks for doing this, so it's right. probably worth it. Thanks, everybody. We'll check you next time. Mid music. If you like this episode, check out more episodes on any streaming service that's out there today. You can also check out our website, themittenmusic.com. Where you'll find playlists and a lot more about Mitten Music. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, and The Mitten Music.